It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, A World of Jacobs. Our scripture reference today is Genesis chapter 33, verses 1 through 17. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. Now Jacob looked up and saw Esau coming, and four hundred men with him. So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel, and the two maids. He put the maids with their children in front, and then Leah with her children, and Rachel and Joseph last of all. He himself went on ahead of them, bowing himself to the ground seven times, until he came near his brother. But Esau ran to meet him, and embraced him, and fell on his neck, and kissed him, and they wept. When Esau looked up and saw the women and children, he said, Who are these with you? Jacob said, The children whom God has graciously given your servant. Then the maids drew near, they and their children, and bowed down. Leah likewise and her children drew near and bowed down. And finally, Joseph and Rachel drew near, and they bowed down. Esau said, What do you mean by all this company that I met? Jacob answered, to find favor with my Lord. But Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. Jacob said, No, please, if I find favor with you, then accept my present from my hand, for truly to see your face is like seeing the face of God, since you have received me with such favor. Please accept my gift that is brought to you, because God has dealt graciously with me, and because I have everything I want. So he urged him, and he took it. And then Esau said, Let us journey on our way, and I will go alongside you. But Jacob said to him, My Lord knows that the children are frail, and that the flocks and herds which are nursing are a care to me. And if they are overdriven for one day, all the flocks will die. Let my Lord pass on ahead of his servant, and I will lead on slowly, according to the pace of the cattle that are before me, and according to the pace of the children until I come to my Lord and see her. So Esau said, Let me leave with you some of the people who are with me. But he said, Why should my Lord be so kind to me? So Esau returned that day on his way to Seir. But Jacob journeyed to Sukkoth, and built himself a house and made booths for his cattle. And therefore the place is called Sukkoth. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Genesis 33 is one of my favorite chapters to read. It includes the reunion of two brothers, Jacob and Esau. This meeting was 20 plus years in the making. It was all those years before when Jacob stole his brother's blessing from their father, Isaac. More like Jacob tricked his father into giving him the blessing reserved for Esau. The two brothers didn't even see each other to have it out. Jacob fled at his mother's warning. She told him to stay gone until your brother's anger against you turns away. 
There's no sense Jacob had any inclination that Esau would greet him the way he did. In fact, Jacob is sure of the opposite response. So he prayed before he met Esau. He sent gifts ahead to his brother, but it was all for nothing. Jacob bowed himself to the ground seven times before he finally met Esau, but Esau hugged his brother and kissed him. Some think Esau is putting on a show himself, that his kiss was more like an attempt to bite Jacob. I'm not sure that's what's happening. Instead, I see Jacob, the one who we have known as the trickster of the family, worry about his brother's anger. If Jacob were in his shoes, he knows how he would respond. But I keep returning to their mother's charge to Jacob. Of course, remember, she was in on Jacob's trickery. It was her idea. She knew Jacob would follow through with her plan, and she was the one that told Jacob to leave. She knew that if Esau had the chance then, he would probably kill his brother. But if there was some time put between the two, she knew Esau would turn from his anger. I imagine some people come wired with that kind of ability more than others. When it comes to reconciliation, their personality seems to make it easier for them to do the impossible. Then there is Jacob. People like Jacob can't imagine someone else passing a chance to bring harm to another. Exacting revenge is a logical, justifiable approach to life for Jacob's. Truth be told, Jacob's need Esau's to show us what reconciliation can look like. Even if we're not hot-tempered or easily angered, we can learn from Esau. Notice how much he wants to welcome his brother back into his life. He offered to walk with Jacob, offering companionship and protection. He offered to leave his people with Jacob as a way to provide for him. I'm not sure Jacob's anger turned that day when he met Jacob again. Who knows how long it had been since he made peace with what happened with his brother. But I do know, in a world full of Jacobs, we need to learn to be an Esau. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our Daily Devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find another note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. And the easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.